following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. Hammer time! Are you a homeowner who is dangerous with tools? Do you start a project and never finish it? Because no. frustration sets in. Do you think maybe you should have called a professional? Break it down. Well, look no further. Image Home Improvement is now live from the Star Worldwide Networks Tower. And now, remodeling contractor, TV personality, and your host for Image Home Improvement, Steve Dubell. Ah, uh, yes, it's time once again for Image Home Improvement Live, and we are on the air. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you this morning? And you use that term loosely, eh? Well, he's <laughs> trying to be nice here, you know, but... Good morning, uh, Steve. He's ready to ready to jump right in, and it's not even second hour yet. Well, good morning, Dan. How are you doing? I'm doing really good. Well, great. And as we always like to give some kudos to the man behind the sneeze guard... Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, no name, no nothing. Just you know, just thank you. Just thank you. Good morning, Blade. How are you? Excellent. Couldn't be better. Thank you. Well, great. It's good to have you here. Thank God you're running the show. Thank you. Because uh, you know you're not too good with the tools, but you're okay with uh, running the board. <laughs> hey, man. When you you know when you, a pair of scissors sometimes does the trick. You just don't. They're underrated. It's called it's called expedient methods. Oh well, my God! What you, you know, is what you got in you, MacGyver? It. You know. See, this is what we, we what now look we, at there. What we promote, we promote every every uh, week talking about home improvement and homeowners who are dangerous with tools. How about board ops who were dangerous with scissors? That's with, right. with office with office supplies. <laughs> well, I, well, you haven't supplied me with a home, with an image home improvement Gerber yet. Okay. That, that'd, be a big, oh. that'd be a big help. That's coming. Okay. That's Is coming. It? That's, oh, yeah, well, okay. yeah, yeah. Well, why not? I mean, we're doing everything else. Why not have a Gerber? I mean, <laughs> you know, jeez, my lord. All right, we got some great stuff planned for the show today. And uh, you know, as we had said, you know, if you are a homeowner, and that's the people that we would like to help, obviously, because it is the most important thing, investment in your probably in your life, really, for the average homeowner, um, plus also business owners. You know, we always try and help them with some of our great sponsors, like uh, joining us later is Ernie Marion from Keiko Roofing. We're going to be talking with Ernie about a lot of the different things getting ready for, you know, you know, Dan, it's the we're approaching the end of April and I know where the first three, almost four months of this year had gone. And it's going to be monsoon season here before you know it. Yeah, that's right. And the other part of the thing is we've had lots of really brutal wind and that actually can cause damage to a roof before we get the rain. You may have tears and problems with your roof before you even know it. That's true. That's why you should, you know, before it gets wet and leaks on your furniture in your house, you should have your roof checked out. Well, you don't want to have that. You don't have want to have water come into your home, shall we say, unexpectedly. However, as we as luck would have it, our second guest is uh, Elaine Gonzalez from Gonzalez Public Adjusters, and we're going to be talking with her about some of the pitfalls of trying to deal with, you know, uh, an insurance company that, as we like to say, I'm going to be trying to be kind and being that we are on the air, but uh, insurance companies that have run amok, that have <laughs> not been fair to the people that have been supporting them. And that is one of the things that um, I am a big proponent of where we talk about insurance companies not 
making their uh, clients whole again after a disaster. So we're going to be talking about and a great opportunity for you if you are facing uh, issues such as this and you feel like you're, you know, alone by yourself and you, you keep fighting and fighting. I mean, it's just it, it's bad enough to be stressed out because of a home disaster. It's even more stressed out when you have that along with the insurance company who's not trying to be, shall we say, um, as supportive and in equal, dollars and equal of what need needs to be. to be done. Yeah, absolutely. Because they, for some reason, think it's some sort of sick joke to be able to give them about four zero short of what's really needed. Well, yeah, well, you know, <laughs> you and I both seen those I checks. Could, it's could, like what? <laughs> I I could go I could go on forever and ever and ever and ever, but uh, about that. But you want to make sure that we actually cover all those bases and, and it's appropriate that we're dealing with water intrusion and we're dealing with water water and fire disasters today so we're going to be talking about that and again you know we're we're winding down yesterday after earth day dan i, th- I know you just did all kinds of things yesterday for earth day because you're that kind of guy <laughs> yes i did <laughs> you care to share any of the things that you did for earth day to go plant a tree <laughs> did, I do did you what? go do something did you go over to Blade's house and plant the tree with Blade? Or no, what? no, no, no. No? Uh, basically, what I did was make sure that uh, the landscaping around my house was well-fed with water and properly properly irrigated and doesn't have too much water being spent on it. Uh, wait a minute, Blade. I, I'm, 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 he didn't do anything. He didn't do anything. He didn't do right? one thing. What is he going to do? He He's does got, that every weekend. Anyway. He's got artificial turf. What is he doing? <laughs> but you've got the shrubs that can die. Oh, that's right. Oh. The shrub. Oh, the, those aren't artificial? No. no. Okay. No, right, the shrubs. T- too many weeds that grew up in between them. Oh, that's <laughs> true. That's true. All no, right. Seriously. And, you know, also, uh, we want to thank all the people that came out on Monday for the uh, Leader Dogs Classic Charity Golf Event up at True North. It was a really, really great um, event to be part of and uh, look forward to doing that next year again. And for all the golfers, you know, um, Ernie from Keiko was with me, and we'll have to ask him how uh, how his experience was when he, he comes on because I know he had a, he had a fabulous time. Yeah, we're going to see how Steve's math really is. Well, you know, as as my good friend Norm Dominguez used to say, it's doesn't make a difference. Uh, scramble golf is your is your best friend, mm. <laughs> so you don't have to worry about doing scratch golf. But anyway, but no, so we're going to be talking a little bit about that as well as in finishing up some uh, issues talking about Earth Day, and you know, one of the things that you always want to make sure of, you know, we did some remodeling this week, and we did our share for the planet. You know, we um, made a quick deposit over at Stardust Building Supplies, one of our great sponsors, with some of the materials that we removed from one of our remodeling projects. So that's going to be, you know, we had we had full set of doors. You know, where we made sure. See, that's a great thing about doing remodeling. We can always, you know, if there are certain things that I can take out and save, we make sure when we surgically remove them that they're still intact and usable. We took out. Several different door jams. We had to put bigger doors in for this bathroom, new bathroom we were creating because they were narrower closet doors. So we actually cut them out, kept them all together, made sure that they were in good shape, they didn't get damaged, and we brought them over there along with uh, you know some other stuff that we were, uh, pedestal sink, 
You know, mm. pedal, if we were changing to a vanity sink instead of a pedestal sink. There was wasn't anything wrong with it. So somebody's going to get you know some really nice stuff. And the doors, you know, the doors aren't for everybody because obviously, you know, you have different needs. But then sometimes they they you know, fill they, in they where fit. somebody needs they one fit. really bad. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you know, it works. But it's a great it's a great cost. So if you have anything at all, and it's not just Earth Day. You this is year round. You have three different locations that you can deposit. Some of your, you know, used home improvement stuff that you take out of your house, old cabinets, um, old appliances that aren't um, completely, you know, destroyed. Gently, you know, gently, not, gently unassembled yeah, not, shower and, enclosures. And not the old appliances back from 1970. I'm talking about <laughs> less than, you know, like uh, probably good stuff. It's maybe 10, this century. 10 years. Yeah, this century would be good. <laughs> Definitely would be good. So you don't want to make sure that you do that. But uh, Earth Day should be every day. It should be part of what you think about when you when you do stuff at your home. I mean, that's why we do recycling. Everybody that does recycling every day, and the different cities, not everything, because the county still has stuff like where we live. We live in the county, and they don't have a recycling program there. So unfortunately, I can't separate recycled material from trash but most of the city of phoenix has it city scottsdale most of the municipalities that are city not county have that kind of service so uh if you're thinking of if you haven't been that good at it maybe maybe we should make an earth day resolution to actually for those of you out there who need to get you know into the swing of things as they say and start recycling blade do you? Um, I do. You recycle? I always have. Always yeah. have. Always have. Okay. It's Wednesday's our big day, and you know, mm-hmm. we're all- Wednesday's a big day. He goes in the street and parties. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, everybody else will stop. No, 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 uh, no. I don't do that. I, you know, they. I, I mean, I put all my recycling stuff in my bin, which is one thing. Um, new homes. So I don't have anything else to recycle to take to the places that do recycle yet, but I will. Um, but, you know, so you fill up the uh, recycling bin that the city provides with pizza boxes <laughs> oh, <laughs> and all kinds of cardboard and all of our drinks, all of our drinks and cans all go in that. We make a, a concerted effort to do and, that. And follow the directions on, on, on your city can because certain cities have certain materials they do and don't want. No, you're exactly right. We've got, I've got the pamphlet sitting. This tells you how much I care. I have the pamphlet sitting on my kitchen counter, so I make sure that I know what goes in those things and what doesn't and how to set it out so they come and pick them up on Wednesdays. It's great. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. All right. Do you? Oh, I, what? For, well, well, you know, like I said, we don't have it at the house, but anything time we could take materials from a job site and recycle yeah. them. Absolutely. No doubt about it. That's one of the things that we do. We just don't, you know, we love, we love to demo just much like um, Rainbow from Realty Executives. When we were working on flips down in Tucson, you know, she's 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 the demo queen. She loves to demo, but you want to make sure that whatever we can demo, we're going to be able to take and salvage. Yeah, there's a good thing real quick about our recycling people is you can get them on the phone in 10 seconds. Any questions you have in 10 seconds is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Really? That's how I found out. Yeah, it's incredible. They, they answer things in 10 seconds they, too? Well, yeah, yeah, they do. I mean, they... They know the answers to all the questions, and then they can tell you where to take things and when to pick things up. And they'll tell and you what where to take, put it, huh? And they'll tell you where to go too. <laughs> 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 all right, all right. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking with Elaine Gonzalez from Pub- from the Gonzalez Public Adjusters, talking about how to help you with your 
insurance company um, issues. <laughs> Don't go away. <laughs> we'll be right back. Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. Good morning, honey. It's the weekend, and you know I have a long list of things that need to be done around the house. You know, some of them are a little bit complicated. Do you think you can handle the list? Sure, honey, no problem. You know I've been doing repairs around the house for years. I know, but sometimes you could be dangerous with tools. Remember the time you tried to change the water heater and put in a new one? That was the great flood of 2015. I don't want that disaster to ever happen again at our house. Maybe we should start listening to that contractor who's on the radio, Steve Dubell. He has a show called Image Home Improvement Live. Well, I don't know everything about our home, so maybe a little education can do us both good. Where can we find the show? Every Saturday morning, 8 to 10 a.m. on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Get your weekly dose of home improvement every Saturday morning on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Don't be a homeowner who's dangerous with tools. Call in with your questions. 480-421-0640. The real estate market in Arizona is forever changing. As your home buying and selling needs change through life, you need a Realtor that understands the market. Realty Executives has over 50 years of experience providing cutting-edge service and support for all their clients and was ranked a top 25 real estate company in the U.S. Whatever your real estate needs are, you need to contact Rainbow Wheeland, your Realty Executives expert. Call today, 520-818-8933, or find them on the web at phoenixrealtyexecutives.com. Are you tired of the runaround from your heating and air conditioning company? Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, and I'd like to tell you about a company I respect and trust, the pros at Quality Systems Air Conditioning and Refrigeration. They are the Valley's premier heating and air conditioning service company. Each and every professional at Quality Systems goes through a stringent training process of continuing industry education. Larry Thompson, the owner of Quality Systems, and his staff exemplify the meaning of integrity and honesty. Quality Systems is a licensed, bonded, and insured company for your protection. When I have a heating and air conditioning need, I call the pros at Quality Systems. Why wait? Call the pros at Quality Systems right now. 480-247-7654. Or find them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. This is Tiffany Hunter, host of the Home Hunter Sunday mornings on ABC 15. And you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live on the Double Wide Network. All right, we are back, and you are listening to Image Home Improvement Live, and uh, we are in the midst of uh, taking uh, rapidly approaching the end of April, and it's been a, Lord knows this month has flown by, 
Tax, tax month always does. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. It's always very taxing. Yeah, yeah, tax month is very, very taxing, especially. Well, you know, that's why you have to go out and make sure you do some recreational stuff. And it's like, like they always say, all work and no play makes Dan a very dull boy. Yeah, well, <clears throat> it's been pretty dull lately. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, we want to introduce our next guest. And as we were talking about in the first uh, segment, you know, again, you know, unfortunately, home disasters happen, and there's like nothing that you're going to be able to do to stop it. It doesn't differentiate from nationality. When it decides that you're going to have something go wrong in your home, the best thing to do is make sure that you have the right people there to help you restore everything that you want to, uh, that you want to actually get back get home back to the way it needs to be and a lot of times and we've seen this oh my god so many times where um insurance companies come in and they do one estimate then they call me to come in and do the restoration and my numbers are like on the other side of the planet based on what they're doing and you know i said how could how could you not be realistic in doing this and you know sometimes they just don't want to budge. And then when you don't want to budge and you're a homeowner that needs some help, the person you need to call is Elaine Golino from Gonzalez Public Adjusters. Good morning, Elaine. Good morning. How Thanks are you? For having me. I'm good. Well, great. It's a great morning this morning, and it's a good day to talk about because we're getting, you know, that monsoon season that we're talking about earlier that we, you know, um, had mentioned on our Facebook post is going to be here before you know it. I mean, we're only maybe a month and a half away from the date that they claim it's supposed to start, which I believe was June 15th. Right, right. So it's going to be coming. And, uh, you know, one of the other things, too, happens, not just the rain from the sky that comes down, but, you know, when pipes break, things happen in your home. And, in fact, a couple of weeks ago, um, my painting contractor that we use, his home had a broken pipe, and again, there was water damage everywhere. So it's like, and I couldn't reach him for like three days because he was in the midst of dealing with, you know, getting rid of all the water and, you know, having, you know, just so that he doesn't get that four-letter word in and mold, which is could be, that could be really bad, especially if you let it delay. And you got to take care of that stuff right away. Yeah, and the insurance companies also appreciate well, actually, technically, it's your duty as a policyholder to mitigate against further damage, like mold and, and different things that uh, become airborne. So it is important that they do a proper dry out and they have the proper equipment to be able to do that. So, uh, yeah, I hope he hopped on that right away because that will help the claim you know, process, really? especially if he didn't have somebody representing him. Yeah, you know, and one of the things that uh, Elaine and I have been talking, we've, you know, there's different people that we know that unfortunately are, are stuck. Well, and that's no other way to say it. they're stuck because they're right in the middle of insurance company says one thing, we're saying something else, and they need some help. I they mean, do. I don't know what else they to do. do. I mean, and there's only so many, I mean, Home Depot only has so many blue tarps. To right. put on your roof. I mean, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, what I do is really, there's a few of us obviously here in the Valley that, that represent people um, on their insurance claim settlements. And we do, um, 
increase them anywhere between 30 and 70%, as high as 70%. So what I, what I enjoy doing, obviously adjusting is, is a passion of mine, but I also enjoy making sure that people know that we actually exist. Because so many people, like you said, often get stuck. They try to go through the process themselves and not realize that they, had, they could have had somebody representing them all along. So, or guiding them, or even calling us for a consult, that would really help them yeah, out. Yeah, that would help. And I think that's that's one of the things to actually people need to, again, we're trying to get the word out. And um, a little bit later in our discussion, we're going to be talking about a special event that Elaine is hosting next week for people just like that. They need to know. They need to know, exactly. Absolutely, absolutely. So tell us a little bit about you know, what's been, what's been on your plate lately? Any interesting disasters come down your way? <laughs> well, I've got someone that's, you know, right now in the, in the process of making her decision, as you know, and, and it's a year old claim, I believe. So again, when you do de- decide if you are going to go the route of hiring a representative to handle your claim, I would suggest doing it earlier, sooner rather than later, only because that helps me bridge the numbers. You know, when the insurance company comes out, they're going to offer you, they set a reserve. So once, you know, they kind of dig their heels, it's hard, hard to get out of that position for me, but it's not, it's not beyond the realm of possibility. I do it all the time. So uh, the important thing, you know, I've got Gosh, different claims. You know, one involves an HOA in a in a kind of a townhome condominium type thing, and he's got a. It's in the Biltmore, so it's very high end. Yeah. And the HOA um, had their estimate. His carrier had their estimate, and so we went and kind of tore it apart, and now are making sure each of them are accountable. And there was like a seventy thousand dollar difference there. So no, nothing to sneeze at. No, nothing. there isn't. No, not no. at all. I, mean, I know seventy thousand dollars is a lot of money. That's so. right. <laughs> okay, so see, but see, here's the thing that I, you know, and I have to ask you this question, and I know you're going to answer it very tactfully, right? When when insurance companies, when you go through a claim like that, and you find that much money, or even more, who knows? Okay, does anybody ever say anything? <laughs> You know, how did we miss that? I mean, you know, the how because all of a sudden they, they when you find something like that, I would think that, you know, the estimator, the company, it looks like they have egg on their face because how did they miss this? A little bit, yeah. They tried to take advantage. And yeah. and in this case, it was a really difficult one only because the carrier um adjuster and the uh or his adjuster and the HOA adjuster were friends. So, you know, they're trying to do the, for the best good of their own companies. And, oh, sure. um, you know, I think they took it as far as I think that they could, but once we got involved, we, like I said, we tore it apart and, and it's all legit. I mean, it's not anything. And she was actually, she said she appreciated that we did that because she couldn't determine that and go tell her friend at the, you know, the HOA adjuster, Oh, by the way, yeah, you're going right. to carry this. And, I'm only going to carry 10%. So, you know, it, it becomes a little bit of a fine line. They work together. So, you know, they try to be as, you know, as civil with each other, I guess, if you will, for the most part. But uh, we we draw the line and we just, you know, we say, here's what it is. Who's Which one of you? And now they're in that at that point where they're determining who's going to assume what part of that responsibility. 
Yeah, so, I mean, that's something that just, it just, it boggles my mind sometimes because, you know, it, the the adjuster sometimes is so steadfast in what he wants to do, but then all of a sudden, you know, you come along and you start tearing things apart. And I think the one of the things that is a great help that people need to know about is that, and, you know, all right, and guys, how many of you, okay, know exactly what's in your insurance policy for your house? God forbid you have something go wrong like a water disaster. I haven't looked in a couple of years. I know that's behind. Well, well, yeah. So, but here's the thing, okay? So if, if you're, should happen to have the misfortune of having a claim and you're trying to negotiate or talk with the insurance company, it's like, and even if you're up to date on it, okay, do you really understand all that legalese that's in that contract to be able to know what your rights are and what you're what you can get back in in the course of that's restoration. That's a great point you're yeah. making. I think people don't realize that a policy is just a policy. It's it's a negotiation tool for you to use to estimate your claims. So even if you have $300,000 limit on your dwelling, they're not just going to come out and write you a check for $300,000. You have to validate that that's how much you're owed. Oh, gee, damn. There goes, there goes next year. There goes pie in the sky, right? <laughs> Yeah, really. There's, yeah, there, that's, a lot, that's a lot more time, too. Well, yeah, absolutely. All right, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to have more with Elaine from Gonzalez Public Adjusters. And any, you know anything at all that you have regarding a claim that you might need help on, You know, we're going to have all uh, contact information here for you in a little bit, as well as on our website. So make sure you don't go away. We'll be right back. Chances are, when it's time to call a service professional, you need someone right away. Who can you call for those electrical problems fast? The answer is Mr. Electric, a licensed, bonded, and insured company serving the Valley of the Sun since 2000. Some of their residential and commercial services include expert troubleshooting, replacing an outlet, hanging a ceiling fan, or upgrading your electric service, and much more. Rest assured, all work is guaranteed. Call today for your appointment, 480-503-1339. You can find them on the web at phoenixmetro.mrelectric.com. Remember, at Mr. Electric, we have the power to make things better. When you buy a car, you want to see that car's history, whether it's new or used. Why should buying a home be any different? DEC Inspections can provide you with the inspection you need to have peace of mind when purchasing your next home. Call today, 602-308-8722. That's 602-308-8722. Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Stardust Building Supplies' three valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. Are you tired of paying rent? Would you like to own your own home? Derek Polder at Summit Funding can help your dreams of home ownership become a reality. Summit Funding is a direct lender, which means more programs and more credit flexibility than many of the big banks offer. They are experts when it comes to special programs for first-time buyers, including down payment assistance. Take action today by visiting them online at thepoldergroup.com or call 480-568-5449. Remember, no more rent down payment assistance and own your own home with the polder group at thepoldergroup.com summit funding nmls number 3199 Derek low nmls 207630 approved equal housing lender 
sometimes the smallest things can make the biggest difference. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. When we come back, we'll talk about giving your kitchen an impressive facelift on a shoestring budget right after this. Beautify your outdoor living spaces with Pavestone's elegant collection of pavers, retaining walls, patio stones, and edging. Pavestone's easy do-it-yourself products have a unique way of transforming landscapes into beautiful dreamscapes. Discover how you can enhance your outdoor living spaces with attractive and durable interlocking patio stones, driveway pavers, steps, retaining walls, pathway edging, fire pits, and planters by visiting pavestone.com. Kitchen remodeling is still one of the most popular home improvement projects, and it's also one of the most expensive. You may not be able to afford to start from scratch, but there are several low-cost changes you can make to breathe new life into your kitchen without breaking the bank. If you're willing to provide a little elbow grease, a fresh coat of paint can make a world of difference. For a little jazz, paint the top cabinets a little different, but a complementary color to the bottom. New door and drawer hardware creates a noticeable accent, and the variety of knobs and pulls that are available can fit almost any budget. Now, don't forget about the inside of the cabinets. You can install rollout trays, organizers, and the even new shelf liner that can make a huge impact. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Hi, I'm John Weisbart, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are downsizing, and tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs and left unattended. Those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday mornings on the Double Wide Network. That's what they say. Tell me, haven't heard from those guys lately. Where have they been, Dan? I think they've been hiding in the basement. (laughs) They've been hiding in the basement. (laughs) All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live, and we are talking with Elaine Gulin. I got it. Galino. Galino. Sorry, (laughs) Galine Galino. It's it's the G's get. I, yeah, I have to make the transition from Gonzalez to Galino. Yeah, know, I'll be okay. Yeah. It happened late last year. So <laughs> it's know. a good transition. I know. I know. <laughs> By the way, how's married life? It's wonderful. Well, that's I great. like in, being married. You know, some of my property management friends say, you love being married. I'm like, I love being married to him. Oh, see? There yeah. you go. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a difference, right? There is a difference. That's right, you know, because you, you could be married and not be happy. Right. But we don't want to go there. That's, yeah, a, that's, that's another, a whole other that's show. A whole other show. That's, that's another topic for I think that's a, for a sh- sextacular yeah. show Thursdays <laughs> at 5 o'clock with Dr. Ebert. You are funny. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You know, we, you know, it's like I always said, you know, the, anything you ever wanted to know, about life, you could find on our, you know our network because they have so many different shows. I mean, it's it's like a self help. Right. You know, look, we even helped Blade this morning. You know, we needed a needle nose, and he I used the scissor. It. Oh my god! <laughs> That's why I'm here. That's why. You know, we need a, we need you could do an Elaine too. You could do your own show. Can you imagine? 
getting all the word out that we talk about now, dude, it's very important for people to know that we're, what we're talking about today. If you had your own network show, that would really be something. Oh he's, 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 he's doing a it's, plug. It'd be such oh, a I don't know he's that I can afford that. He's <laughs> doing a plug. All right. All right. It would be great, though. Uh, it would be. She'd be great on the radio, you know, being the host. Well, she already is, first of all. I know. Oh, thank you, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. So, um, you know, you were talking during the break that uh, there's another claim that you just uh, finished up. Do you want to share it with us? Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a residential single-family dwelling. Um, the 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 insured, the homeowner, is in the process of making a ton of repairs and upgrading. And, you know, one of the things that we came in and did was increase her settlement by, I want to say, $25,000. And the things that we're missing, just to give you an idea <clears throat> of what people miss when they're looking at these estimates, is the insurance company will come in and their line items are priced at like, you know, something not equivalent to what you have. So in her case, she was the line item that the insurance company adjuster uh, assessed was a line item for windows that were equivalent to that of someone that would be replacing them in a mobile home. Well, she was, like I said, in the process of upgrading all of her, any, everything in her house. And so it was such a big difference that, you know, from the shower pan to, you know, everything that you can imagine, those little items make a big difference and they will, you know, affect your claims. So if you're looking to go replace your windows, well, you don't have enough money there to do it. So that's where we were able to increase that with her claim. Great. And obviously it's... Uh I gotta believe it's got. It has to be a, uh, like you say, it it has to be a a give and take because if you don't, I mean, if it gets to be confrontational, nothing's gonna get done. Right, and yeah. a lot of the items actually you can um, negotiate are as incurred, so you can make the adjuster aware of it. He may not be agreeing to it in the beginning in the estimate, but if you say, look. Will you agree to it if we have to replace it? So then it becomes an incurred cost. And that, that bucket is sort of separate from your initial settlement. And a lot of times they do. So at least you have them to agree to it as an incurred cost. So they know it's coming down the pipe. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's, again, you have to talk, have to talk about it. But, you know, it, it, the, the dual pane windows, windows are, they're not cheap, obviously, but they're, but they're, more than you know what they used to be when they were single pane windows, but dual pane windows, and it, it all depends on what kind you want. You know, we priced right. out some windows whether they are uh, aluminum framed, whether they are vinyl. It all depends. You know, you're still going to have dual pane. You know, dual pane. You know, a low E. Right. But a lot of times it's the framework that takes that takes time. And it's funny too because now you'd think years ago when aluminum framed windows were. You know, it was the only game in town. Now, when they make vinyl, you actually takes longer to get an aluminum framed window in than it does a vinyl window. That's right. You know, and it was it was a little bit surprising to me that this adjuster, and I'm not going to mention the insurance company, but this adjuster. Oh, why not? No, it will be nice. <laughs> um, yeah, it's. I mean, that part of the the settlement's settled. It's just the contents we're working on now, so I don't want to muddy the waters, but. Um, I will. <laughs> he he, can't, he called in his uh, his contractor vendors, and they all were in agreement with his number, and were like, "Well, bring it on! If they really think they can replace these windows at that price, you know, we'll do it." And of course, they wouldn't. So, 
the insured chose her own contractor that she's comfortable with and very happy. And I think she's maybe at least 45 days out of moving back in. So, well, that's, well, that's pretty good. Now, the one thing that I think is, is important and it doesn't have to be this way, but in a situation where you bring someone like yourself in to negotiate for the, on behalf of the homeowner, it's probably better that you have your own contractor, somebody that you feel comfortable with, instead of just accepting what the insurance company wants to send you. Because a lot of times, they're, those, those contractors are just working. To, for, obviously, they're working to stay in business, but they're also a little beholden to the insurance company because they get a ton of work for them. Absolutely. Another great point. I love talking with you because we can go on and on. But yes, you are entitled to pick your own contractor. You don't have to go with the contractor that the insurance company brings in. Um, you know, you can pick whoever you want. So I, for me, I would recommend doing your due diligence, checking with the ROC, making sure their license is in good standing, maybe checking out some of the projects that they did work on. So you know, make conscious decisions to pick the right person that you want to work with that's going to put your home back together. And one of the things, just make sure that the name on the contractor is the same name. Yes. As the person working. Yeah, a lot of them try to use somebody else's license. And yeah, that's, oh, shame, shame, shame. Shame, shame. That's another, another show. Too. That's another show we'll get into <laughs> down the road this year, but don't go away. We'll be right back with that. Great information that Elaine's going to share about her event coming up next week, along with uh, all kinds of other shenanigans from uh, Dan and Blade. Don't go away. <laughs> Thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to do your tile work? Let me make the choice a simple one for you. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone. Whether it's a residential or commercial project, AZ High Tech Tile and Stone are the experts in kitchen countertop backsplashes, floor tile and shower walls, and anything while using materials such as granite, tile, travertine, porcelain, and much, much more. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone will come to your home and provide you with a free estimate. We are members of the NTCA, CTIOA, and Certified CTC. Ceramic Tile Consultant. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone is a value trade partner for all image home improvement kitchen and bathroom makeovers. Give them a call today for your free estimate, 602-799-9619, or find them on the web at azhightechtileandstonellc.com. Monsoon season has passed, but the early January and February rains will soon be here. And if you have an older roof, it's just a matter of time before the leaks start appearing as water stains on your home ceiling. Do your home a favor and call Keiko Roofing for their free roof inspection. Their qualified professionals will check your roof and show you where your roof may soon fail or is failing. Keiko Roofing is committed to providing quality service along with the best roofing products. Whether you have a foam, flat, shingle, or tile roof, give Keiko Roofing Systems a call today, 602-944-4600 or keikoroofing.com. When you want to take a stroll around the yard, the only thing moving should be your feet. I'm Danny Lipford with Tips for Today's Homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about keeping your paver walkway in one place right after this. Tight Bond Radio Spot, take one. In a world where adhesion is king. What? One brand. 
Wait a minute, is your script... Sticking all kinds of amazing things together. That's true, but... Uh... It's the greatest innovation since nuclear fusion. Now remember, this is for tight bond. Oh, right. Tight bond. No hype, no gimmicks. Just reliable adhesives from a trusted source for generations. It's pretty unsettling to be strolling on a paver walkway only to feel the paver shifting each time you step on them, which is why locking them in place is very important. Start by cutting a small trench along each side of the walkway and then mix up some concrete and carefully trowel into the trench to create small concrete curbs. This will keep the pavers from trying to spread out. Next, head down to the Home Improvement Center and pick up some locking sand fortified with special polymers. Sprinkle it all over the walkway and use a broom to brush it into the spaces between the pavers. Clean all the excess sand off the paver faces, then lightly mist the sand to activate the polymers. This will bond the joints and guarantee a stable walkway for years to come. I'm Danny Lipford with Tips for Today's Homeowner. This is Jimmy Johnson, NASCAR driver of the number 48 Lowe's Chevrolet. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. dressing room and I couldn't find any place to put my stuff and I don't know how you are but I need a place to put my stuff so that's what I've been doing back there just trying to find a place for my stuff you know how important that is that's the whole that's the whole meaning of life isn't it trying to find a place for your stuff <laughs> that's all your house is your house is just a place for your stuff that's right and if your house gets hit with a disaster you have no place for your stuff your stuff takes a hit and your, yeah your stuff takes a big hit your stuff does take a big hit. Yes, that's right. All right, Blade, your stuff take a big hit? Uh, you have to have stuff to have it take a big hit. I just don't have any stuff. Oh, you don't have any stuff. They don't pay enough here at Image Home Improvement for the board. Oh! oh. Gracious, can you believe that? Oh, I got can one you? thing to say for that. My God. That's all I got to say about that. All right, we are back, and we are here talking with Elaine Goulian. Did I get that right? Yeah. Galino. 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 <laughs> on, Everyone's going to know how right. to pronounce the name. I'll get it right one <laughs> of these it. days. Just keep talking. You know, I looked at it during break. I'm like, okay, I, yeah, I, I know this. Okay. And it's Galino. See? I yes, know that. that Elaine Galino. Perfect. See, that's perfect. Okay. <laughs> Newly married and she's happy. I love it. No, wait a minute. There's, a, there's an A at the end of it, right? Oh. No, okay. no it's an O. Galino. Galino. All right. Galino. Okay. Not to be confused with Gonzalez. Right. That's a big difference. All right. Elaine, tell us a little bit about your event next week because um, I want all our listeners to know. Okay, so I'm holding a workshop next Friday, April 29th at my office conference room. And like I said before, we've had to upgrade conference rooms because we've got so much interest in this. Um, we're, it's a workshop basically to discuss when to hire a public adjuster. There's not always a right time or in my case, I would suggest hiring one right away, but you may not always need a hire, uh, to hire a public adjuster. So I just like educating people. I want to make sure that they understand who we are, what we do, what our role is. And so I have, I have bad faith attorneys coming. I have an a insurance adjuster, a public adjuster, but he does appraisal work. So when things aren't going well, sometimes, the, and that's another show uh, conversation, but so I have an appraiser there. He's flying in from Nebraska just to be on the panel. 
I've got investors, property management company, brokers, insurance brokers, and anybody that has suffered a loss that has questions about their claim or their policy and, and when they should or if they should. So everyone's invited. We've got, you know, like I said, I've got so many people promoting this, helping promote it. We've got a press release out. Hopefully the media will pick it up. But um, yeah, I just felt like, you know, this is, this is a good way to get the word out. And if I put these workshops on, hopefully once a month or once a quarter, it will really, you know, evangelize itself. And I, I just think it's so important. Again, I'm so passionate about what I do that I, I'm willing to share it with other competitors as well. So, well, often- you know, and I think, you know, as, as contractors, because there's a lot of people out there, like you say, do what you do. There's a lot of people that do what Dan and I do, that it's, it's all about the person and how they handle it. And do you take, I mean, do you take it, is a, I mean, like I do when we do, do a remodel project, I, I told the, I tell everybody that I try and put myself in the homeowner's shoes because I treat their home like it was my home. I, I do the same thing. Yeah. I look at every loss as if it were my own home and, and what I would want and what I'm entitled to as part of, as, as a policyholder, what I'm entitled to and what I should deserve, deserve to get. So I'm fully indemnified for my loss contractors, I have invited contractors for a very good reason. A lot of times contractors try to negotiate these claims on their own as the, you know, for the insured, but technically they're not, they're not legally allowed to negotiate claims because they're not licensed by the department of insurance. So that's the difference that I bring. So contractors will call public adjusters in when they don't seem to be making any headway. Yeah, because, yeah, it, and the other hand, too, it's like, it's depending on, and I've experienced this, I remember last year, another another disaster trauma, traumatic experience with an Is insurance company. trauma. <laughs> it's, it was a trauma that, you know, the insurance company could turn around and tell uh, if a contractor steps in, despite if, like, my situation where I was asked by the homeowners to step in, they basically turned around and told me in not so, so kind terms to it's Step none out. of my it's none of my business, right? You yeah. know, which it isn't. But you know, the homeowner was so frustrated, they didn't know where to go. Was that the one that said that you know, infrared wasn't real? No, no, that was no, no, that was <laughs> another. <laughs> yeah, that was another story. Yeah, that was a voodoo technology. Yeah, oh, yeah, goodness. yeah, that was yeah. amazing. Yeah, the, like if it's early on in the process, they will you know, say, oh, we'll just use our contractor. It, it, it'll go so much more seamless. Oh, yeah, I've seen that, heard that story before. Yeah, and I've got a bridge to sell you. You know, <laughs> I, whenever somebody says that, my, my, I say, well, okay, here's my objection, is I would say, okay, well, so is your contractor going to warranty and guarantee their work? Are you going to guarantee their work? And 99.9% of the time, they'll say no. So that's your answer to go get your own contract. Well, yeah. Because the insurance company is not going to turn around and guarantee. Even, I mean, it's up to the responsibility of the company that they're using. Just like, you know, I wouldn't turn around and, and tell anybody, well, yeah, I'm going to do your work, but I'm going to let Elaine's company give you the warranty. Well, that's not, I mean, where's right. the logic in that? It exactly. doesn't work. It doesn't yeah. work. Life is not that way. That turns into a taillight warranty. Oh, yeah. I mean, nobody, you know, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. A lot of these people, they come in. And then the other hand, too, it's just like when you see some of these flips when there's issues, oh. and this could be another, this could be another, you know, something that there's you, another you, disaster. Oh my God! Where you know we've run into where somebody has bought an investor has bought the house, 
they brought in substandard contractors just to do whatever the they minimal, could yeah. and the minimal stuff. I mean, to the point in this one I'm thinking of, which will always stick in my head, where the contractor thought it was more to save money. He took joint compound and tried to save a piece of two and a quarter inch colonial style molding on the staircase and then sanded a little and painted so it looked like it was okay. And then when the the cleaner was going through cleaning the staircase and the, they bumped it with the vacuum cleaner, it just Tipped. disintegrated yeah. because it was destroyed from termites. And when we took it oh apart, there was termites all over the place. Wow. So it's like even those things. And the homeowner took them to court. Now, I asked him, this went on for about a year. So I, and I was in periodic contact with him because he couldn't do anything until he got money from, right. from the case. Well, it turns out that they got, it was a year long and he settled, but it wasn't his words. You could tell he was very unsatisfied with the settlement. They didn't give him anything what he wanted. And I'm pretty sure that he actually had to go back in and put money into it from his own pocket to get the full, the uh, full to, restoration of the house. I mean, wow. it's just... So they filed a claim or they, they... They filed a claim. They took the they took the investor and, they, and Dad, you'll get a kick out of this, okay? Because after the home was restored and they went in and oh. bought it, the um, investor brought in a home inspector. And the home inspector <laughs> went through you, the Dan? whole entire house and certified that this house is okay. Oh my God! First off, first I know you want to certify. I well, I'm just saying. Yeah. Number two, um, did, did he have a blindfold on? I don't know. I don't know. But you know, but again, much like the contractor that is referred to by the insurance company, this guy must be getting a lot oh, of work yeah. from the investor. So he just like you glossed, know glossed over it. Uh, glossed over it, and then before you know it, you know, then all these things started happening to the point where the 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 homeowner just said, "I've had it. I've had enough." Because they keep fi- they kept finding things. So finally, they said, "I'm." And this is like six months after they bought the house. He says, "I'm taking. I'm taking them to court." That's it. You know that that leads me to another discussion here. <laughs> is that I'm surprised the carrier actually, you know, covered it at at some point because they would could have qualified that as a pre existing condition. So, but being that the the inspector past it or whatever yeah. you glossed over it you know maybe that's what got them through I their claim well, that's where that's where his eono better kick yes, in too exactly because yes. that's just uh, the, being on the enforcement board i'm going Hoo-hoo. yes yeah. <laughs> you know bring just, me that bring me the complaint give me yeah. the, give me yeah. the name give me right. the name dan will take care of dan you're a good guy to know <laughs> no seriously in, in in it's like we always and we always kid everybody because you know it, homeowners and another another story for another show but when dan goes in and looks at a home it's not saying that yeah the homeowner probably is is probably praying that there's he doesn't find anything wrong <laughs> but on the other hand when he does find bad things and he's the he's just the messenger right. you know and the homeowner turns around and say well this house is too much it's got too many things wrong and then the the seller's like oh my god you're the bad person dan because hey, you it's found not my it. foot that you didn't uh, fill in your back patio and have a one-inch drop-off that almost killed the inspector. Well, you know, <laughs> see, there's the thing. But, uh, Elaine, like you had said, it, public adjuster, it, it's not even – I think this seminar is so important because, like you say, there are different levels of 
damage, okay? Right, right. And sometimes, obviously, much like a, a different attorney, sometimes they're not the, the uh, what am I trying to say, the uh, amount of restoration sometimes is not large enough to cover you know, cost for you, because obviously you're in business, you've got to make money, right. but you've also got to help restore the homeowner. So sometimes it's on a smaller claim, it's probably easier for the homeowner to at least be armed with the knowledge that you're going to share at the event Yes, to be exactly. able to take care of it. Call for a consult. It's free. It, yeah. it, and so that's why I wanted to host, host this workshop so that people did have a, a place to go and ask questions and so, like I said, I've got so much interest, I had to upgrade my conference room. <laughs> well, you know. Uh, hopefully, in like in a year, it'll be at an auditorium or something. We'll see. <laughs> no, you know, I'm glad, you know, it's come to think of it because, you know, we might be able to help you in that in that instance because uh, for those of you who are listening to the show uh, live and also on demand here in the next two days, we're actually going to be on Fox 10 Monday morning doing a segment on some of the best remodel projects that you use to uh, enhance the value of your home. And um, I know a few people over there that might be interested in uh, calling you about the event. So I'll yeah, pass along awesome. the information over there. Well, no, Thank no, you. no. You can do that all you want. You just give her a zip when you get on Fox. That's the first thing you do. <laughs> let, me tell you, you. let me tell you about Elaine. <laughs> all right. First thing out of your mouth. It's, yeah. Before well, we get started. Yeah, before, we get started right. before we get started. Well, you got to remember, I got, I mean, I'm, I'm probably, I could do a good three to four minute interview. But sometimes, and I'll, I'll, I'll get, I'll get it in. Don't worry. I know you. I'll Atta get boy. it in. I am relying on you. So, right. you know, in talking about that too, seriously, you should be able to, you know, sometimes a disaster, you could turn this disaster into something very good because if you are even thinking about doing remodeling projects and you get hit with a disaster, let's take a negative and make it a positive. Exactly. You know, that does happen a lot where you, you benefit from it. Obviously you get a new house basically, but um, yeah, you know, for the most part, the point is to get you back to whole again to where you were yeah. before the loss occurred. But uh, yeah, along the way, Hey, if you want to pay a few extra bucks for, for a different flooring or, you know, yeah. different I mean, type of paint, you know, yeah. Fr well, Freshen up the house. Yeah. Yeah. Well, don't forget, like for instance, if you get a one, like that house that was, uh, that we was vandalized that we did down in Phoenix, where, you know, you're going to have certain amount of money allocated for certain different things like cabinets, countertop, right. countertop especially if there was Formica there. They're only going to pay for Formica, but you could take that dollar value for Formica and put it towards a granite countertop. So this way, it's not, you don't have to pay full-blown right. granite you know, replacement. Yeah. You've got a little bit of money to put towards it. Right. You bridge that number yeah. from what you would have spent on your own anyway. So, yeah. so when's, your, when's your seminar again? Friday, April 29th at... 10 a.m., um, 6970 East Chauncey Lane, Suite 135 in Phoenix, 85054. We are located just across the parking lot from Lifetime Fitness off Mayo Boulevard and Allied Way, just west of Scottsdale Road. And how else can they contact you? 480-277-0071, or you can reach me via email at Elaine, E-L-A-I-N-E, -E, at Gonzalez Public Adjusters, and that's G-O-N-Z-A-L-E-Z, 
public adjusters, plural. And as long as we're making pronunciations, it's Elaine Galino. <laughs> Galino, Galino. See, I got Galino. that. You got it. <laughs> Elaine, thanks so much for being here today. Thanks for having me, you guys. Great to have fun. you back. <laughs> All right, Elaine Galino from Gonzalez Public Adjusters. All right, when we come back, we're going to be ripping the roof off the house and raising the roof, I should say, with Ernie Marion from Keiko Roofing. Leaking and squeaking. Monsoon season has passed, but the early January and February rains will soon be here. And if you have an older roof, it's just a matter of time before the leaks start appearing as water stains on your home ceiling. Do your home a favor and call Keiko Roofing for their free roof inspection. Their qualified professionals will check your roof and show you where your roof may soon fail or is failing. Keiko Roofing is committed to providing quality service along with the best roofing products. Whether you have a foam, flat, shingle, or tile roof, give Keiko Roofing Systems a call today. 602-944-4600 or keikoroofing.com. Are you tired of the runaround from your heating and air conditioning company? Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, and I'd like to tell you about a company I respect and trust. The pros at Quality Systems Air Conditioning and Refrigeration. They are the Valley's premier heating and air conditioning service company. Each and every professional at Quality Systems goes through a stringent training process of continuing industry education. Larry Thompson, the owner of Quality Systems, and his staff exemplify the meaning of integrity and honesty. Quality Systems is a licensed, bonded, and insured company for your protection. When I have a heating and air conditioning need, I call the pros at Quality Systems. Why wait? Call the pros at Quality Systems right now, 480-247-7654, or find them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. Thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to do your tile work? Let me make the choice a simple one for you. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone. Whether it's a residential or commercial project, AZ High Tech Tile and Stone are the experts in kitchen countertop backsplashes, floor tile and shower walls, and anything while using materials such as granite, tile, travertine, porcelain, and much, much more. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone will come to your home and provide you with a free estimate We are members of the NTCA, CTIOA, and Certified CTC. Ceramic Tile Consultant. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone is a value trade partner for all image home improvement kitchen and bathroom makeovers. Give them a call today for your free estimate, 602-799-9619, or find them on the web at azhightechtileandstonellc.com. Most of us have our charity of choice that we give from the heart to support. Did you ever wonder, where does the money go? How much do I really know about the charity I support? Where can I go and learn more about these nonprofit organizations? Every Monday at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula is your source for this information. Know the report before you support. Donate wisely, not just from the heart. Remember, Mondays at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula on the Double Wide Network. The following takes place between 9 a.m. and 10 a.m.
<clears throat> All right. As they say, there ain't no stopping us now. You know, Dan, 11 years and going strong, buddy. How can you, know, how can you hurt that? that you just know, works. it's just 11 years of Saturdays. And material that and, never stops and, coming. And it's just, it. it you're right. Life <laughs> goes on. Where did I ever think years ago when I first started in that little dinky... In the closet? Closet over in Glendale <laughs> that, you know, we, we'd run out of material. Lord knows. Jeez. <laughs> oh, just, you know... Just weekly. It's amazing, you know. And then there, you know, one of the things too, you know, you always see things that catch my eye too. About obviously because you know we're in the middle of doing, you know, this, uh, you know, pilot work for HGTV and some other stuff uh, with our uh, the house down in uh, Tucson. But you see things in the news about other shows, and um, we don't like to badmouth anything. But you know, one of the things too is that when even if you are having your home done for whatever reason and it's on television and we're not going to get into show names and stuff like that but there was an article this week about uh homeowners were taking the network and the contractor to court and they were suing them because actually they were claiming that the uh, the contractors were not um real contractors that they didn't uh actually guarantee their work they just were actors actors you know and so were the hosts and it's just like you know i'm thinking about this and here we are doing what we're doing and we're we're real people and i'm like that's what that's what everybody told me told me we're acting like radio people and oh yeah (laughs) yeah we're not real radio people we're not real radio people but we're acting like radio people where the hell have you guys been? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, we want to get into our discussion, you know, in, um, about, you know, we're talking about raising the roof, okay? And one of the things that we talk about here on Image Home Improvement Live, obviously, is all parts of the home, and one of them you know, is the roof. And, you know, one of the things that our good friend, um, who is Ernie has kind of has passed right now, Monty, Stoller from Keiko Roofing. When he used to be, we used to do TV together, and he used to turn around and say, he, he, somebody would ask him, well, you know, a different thing. Well, how do you get up there? Right? Meaning talking about age, because Ernie, uh, he was, Monty was, you know, he, Monty was older than I am, and I'm just a youngster, right, Blade? No, of course you are. Of just course. Be, just because slinging Sammy Ball was a quarterback when you were six <laughs> years old doesn't mean you were. <laughs> but you anyway, know. he'd turn around, and he says, well, how, did, how do you guys get up there? And he'd say, well, with a ladder. <laughs> You know, I mean, that's one of the, Monty. You had to understand Monty. His he humor was oh, it's a great his dry humor, but yes, but it was it was funny. I never forget it when he turned around that one day. We were on the TV set, and he turned around and he looked at me. I asked him a question. Oh. And he turned around to me and he looked at me and he says, "You have beautiful blue eyes." I almost <laughs> fell off the chair, <laughs> but uh, he was he was he's a great man, and we surely surely miss him. But with us, you know, carrying on the legacy of of. Keiko Roofing, Ernie Marion is with us here, one of our great sponsors. Ernie, great to have you back on the show again. Good morning, Steve. Hey, how, how you doing? doing? Good. How you doing this morning? Uh, yeah, I have to ask you, how's the how's the aches and pains from Monday, from the golf tournament? Do you you uh, you okay? Did you recover okay? I sure did. Oh yeah, you that did? was that was a good workout. A lot of hills to climb on that. Oh course. my God, it was a great a great course, a great day, and a great cause. I gotta tell you, should have took a few more mulligans. 
<laughs> well, we'll do that next year. Well, oh, so you didn't win, is what you're saying? Uh, you no, we, no, we 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 placed it was a scramble tournament. Oh, what was it like? Twenty one under or something took the tournament. Or something. Yeah, we so were plus three. I, so. I, 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 <laughs> but true, true North is a very difficult. Course, yeah. So. Oh yeah. my God. Yes. But you know, there were moments of ESPN brilliance from all of us. Oh yeah, yeah everybody yeah. hit an amazing. Yeah, shots. some amazing shots yeah. and turned around, and then all of a sudden there were there were also moments of blunder, <laughs> and more of those than brilliance. I'm assuming. <laughs> oh, well, I gotta tell you, you know, but you know, seriously, it was uh, it was a great time. And uh, yeah, that was. Did uh, they bring the um, leader dogs out? Didn't they have them on site? On the they on had yeah. one which we posted on Facebook, which his name was. It was a Labrador Retriever. His name was Nelson. And Tom was there. right. Yes, and Tom, and they were. I mean, they were fabulous. Did they find lost balls? <laughs> no, I didn't <laughs> see any of the blind. Was it Tom that uh, played the golf? Was I don't it actually the blind. I think he was just there. I don't think he played. But there was a a, a blind person that did yes. play and hit yes. the ball. Yes, and I, I, you know, I didn't see him. Well, that's got to be. You didn't you know, say, well, who's blind then? You or this person? I wasn't with his foursome. Well, well I bet. I bet even being blind, it when you hit a ball, I mean, I'm sure you still get that. They probably get more of the feeling than we do. Oh you yeah, know, when you hit that ball and yeah. hear it, so it and just, here it goes. I would love. That they probably feel that sweet spot when it is. I oh, would yeah, love right? to exactly. sit down and and interview someone like that because I think the insight into the game. Being with how they play it is would just be uh, extraordinary to be able to experience and understand. Because being somebody who likes golf and you know you're who have all their senses playing the game, and then somebody who is doesn't have all their senses and actually it's more. I mean, there are some great people out there that um, are blind people that are excelling in their careers. So don't you just know, like you said, Dan? Don't you just know? I don't care, blind or not, when you hit that sweet spot. You hear Don't it. you just You'll know it right it. away? Yeah. Even I'm if, sure they feel it when they... That's right. Yeah. And even if you can see it, you know right away, too, whether you hit a good one or not. Well, it's golf. the same oh, thing. Yeah. You know, do you remember Do you remember back before we get started with roofing, I was going to make a point here. Uh, <laughs> you know, we're talking about some of the different things that we all like sometimes, you know, every week, you know, and one of them, obviously, is bowling. Do any of you guys remember Marshall Holman? Mm. He was a professional bowler from years ago. This guy... I loved watching him because he was so very emotional and passionate about when he knew when he threw that ball down and he, you could feel when it's going to yeah. hit that pocket and when it hits it in the ball and the, just the pins go everywhere. You just, it's the same thing way hitting it the is. golf ball. It you is. know that it's, you know, you got to strike and it's just, but his passion and that's what we try to do. I mean, a lot of times, I mean, Ernie, he had some great shots. He was jumping up and down. Hey, look at my shot. We all hit a good shot. Yeah, absolutely. And by hey, the way, Earl but, Anthony. Sorry about that. That's the bowler. Earl I was trying Anthony. To think yeah, Earl it. Anthony. Sorry about oh that. yeah. Yeah. I was Earl Anthony was a class. Yeah, he was a classic okay. bowler. Buddy. Sorry about that. Anyway, well, my my best game was a three hundred and one. Are you going to start that again? <laughs> How did, now, what's the joke? Well, you can't bowl a three hundred. That's loose. the joke. I know three hundred is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. So you were kidding about three. It's a play on words. Play. I don't think you can okay. bowl three away. All, right. All right. Anyway, let's get started talking a little bit about roofing. Obviously, Ernie, this is the time of year where uh, people are hopefully starting to think about some of the different things that they need to do if they've been putting off getting their roof done. 
it's it's time to to take a look because monsoon season is only you know like we said before is only about a month and a half away and we're we're going to be into it in the middle of june well yeah uh you know we get pretty busy in the springtime uh a lot of people uh you know now that winter's over and of course the time to do the roof is when the sun is shining and you know it's always good to the old expression, put the cart before the horse. You know, uh, yeah. thing about roofs, uh, out of sight, out of mind. A lot of homeowners don't realize that uh, there's any issues up there until they spring a leak. So we always recommend to call a contractor or call Keiko Roofing Systems and have them come out and do a free evaluation and inspect the roof and check it and see if it needs something before the monsoons come in because a lot of the local contractors get pretty backed up. You know, we've been six to eight weeks. Heck, I've seen us three months out on work. So uh, not just us. We take out a lot more, I'd say, residential work than a lot of companies in the Valley. And it's always to get it checked out first before we get a leak inside. And then you got to wait and wait to get the roof done. So this is the time of year to have them inspected. And we take out a lot of work in the springtime. So actually, May is National Roofing Month. There's more Yay. roofs installed in May nationally than anywhere else uh, in any, any other month in the in, wow. the, in the year. So, it's, yeah, spring's always the best time to have it checked out. Yeah, one of the things people don't realize is out here we have a lot of dust storms, and that does a lot of damage to a roof without a leak showing up yet because it tears, it uh, flips tile off, it cracks things. Things blowing in that uh, heavy-duty wind crack tile and open things up. And it's then when we finally get the water, it just comes right through. And people don't understand, after a huge windstorm, that's another time to check out your roof. That's right. Well, you know, I see a lot of these, they call them the whole boobs that come through here. And I, I, I think that, especially asphalt shingles, I have seen shingle roofs where the seal tab, where the, where the shingle seat to seal together uh, with the, the extreme dust storms that gets trapped between those seal tabs. And I feel that the shingles actually with that dry dust can prematurely fill too. I've seen a lot of three tabs here in the past several years that, you know, if you pull up a tab and you look underneath of them, they're just packed full of dust and dirt. And, uh, you know, that's something that they start to fill prematurely when you get a good wind and then they start blowing in the wind. So... You know, all type systems, flat roofs, shingle roofs, tile roofs, uh, should be checked periodically just to, to make sure that there's no issues up there and give a recommendation on either repairs or re-roof. Yeah, just because it hasn't leaked in your house yet doesn't mean it isn't leaking in your attic already. That's right. And, you know, there's a lot of tricky leaks out there. I've seen a lot of misdiagnosed <laughs> leaks. I see leaks, window seals, leaks, uh Stucco walls leak, cracks in the stuccos, stucco walls. You know, there's a lot of leaks out there that actually are not the roof that are leaking, but, uh, you know, it's... Those are the ones I love to jump on my infrared. The, oh, yes. The yes, wall, the windows, those are fun. Do you have one of those or any one of those infrared things? No, I do not. No. Mm -hmm. No, it just calls Dan. No, I, I don't get up inside the attic or anything. I basically do a, a visual exterior. I see. What's a telltale sign? What's something that uh, a homeowner could could look at as could be a sneaky kind of uh, indication that they have a problem. Well, again, there's always so many different type systems out there. Mm. So, you know, codes, as far as like 
tile roofs or codes in the in the region have changed in 2001. So any home built after 2001 has better when it comes into tile roofs, uh, enclosures, which goes along the hips and ridges, stopping the water from blowing and getting underneath of that tile. Uh, there's what we call a triple hemmed valley metal, which old school was just one single hem in the middle. The triple has extra hems on the sides. We're using a modified underlayment versus organic. Organic's basically like a piece of cardboard. And it is literally tar paper. It's, you know, it's paper saturated with asphalt. So the modified has a, a reinforced fiberglass base, and then it's saturated with rubberized asphalt. So, you know, tile roofs, uh, a lot of the times, you know, broken, missing tiles, that's one thing. But I always like to take up a tile and look at the actual underlayment. And then flat roofs, you know, there's all different type of flat roofs. You want to look for separation or cracks at the scupper areas where the water runs through a wall. Uh, AC units are a common problem area where the vibration can work them away from an elbow or, uh, you know, the shingle asphalt roofs. You want to look for uh, the seal tabs if they're starting to flip in the wind or starting to flap in the wind and, you know, it's just so many different type systems out there. It's on a case-by-case basis. But uh, uh, throughout my years of experience, I've learned a lot about roofs. Uh, and, you know, uh, to, for an average person to get up and just look at a roof, they wouldn't know what to look for. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's true. All right, when we come back, we're going to have more with Ernie Marion from Keiko Roofing. And don't forget, Ernie, you're crazy about quality. I can't do it like You're Monty. Crazy about quality. I try. I don't go away. That's a tough accent. The real estate market in Arizona is forever changing. As your home buying and selling needs change through life, you need a realtor that understands the market. Realty Executives has over 50 years of experience providing cutting-edge service and support for all their clients and was ranked a top 25 real estate company in the U.S. Whatever your real estate needs are, you need to contact Rainbow Wheeland, your realty executives expert. Call today, 520-818-8933, or find them on the web at phoenixrealtyexecutives.com. Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on-site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. Sometimes you start a project with great intentions, and then it keeps getting bigger, and nothing makes sense, and it grows out of control. So how do you get all the parts and pieces in sync together? Fix it. Image Home Improvement. When it's time to call in a professional, go to imagehomeimprovement.com. Out of sight, out of mind. But what happens if the thing out of sight is hazardous to your health? I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about what you can do if you discover asbestos in your flooring right after this. 
Transform your kitchen or bathroom with a beautiful tiled backsplash all by yourself in as fast as one day with Simple Mat from Custom Building Products. Simple Mat is a unique double-sided adhesive mat designed to bond tile to backsplashes, countertops, and shower walls. No mixing of powder, no mess to clean up, and no waiting for the mortar to harden. Simply set the tile onto the mat, then grout. It's the quickest, easiest, cleanest way to install tile. Visit thesimplemat.com for more information. Available exclusively at The Home Depot. It was a common practice to use materials that contained asbestos in them in home construction prior to the mid to late 1970s. There are very specific guidelines for asbestos removal. However, according to the EPA, it is also perfectly safe to encapsulate the asbestos. For flooring, that means you can install directly over the old material as long as you don't disturb it. Ceramic or porcelain tile, stone, or a floating floor of any type would qualify. By encapsulating the asbestos without disturbing it, you have effectively removed any hazard. You can also pour a floor leveling compound on top of the old material in case the floor has any dips and divots. The key to safety is simply not to disturb it. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Got this little uh, fixer-upper house I bought about five years ago, and uh, I haven't done anything to it like in five years, you know, so now it's like a little knocker-downer house. <laughs> I mean, even if I had the time, I'm not good with the tools. You know, Bob Vila, remember that show? This old house? That guy could fix anything. I would watch that and go, oh, my God. You know, he's great. Now, if I had a show, if I had a show, it'd be called This Fat Check. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the show. I'll be writing out a big fat check to my contractor. <laughs> Gotta love that. A big fat check to my roofing contractor. What do you think, Ernie? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, roofs are. I tell homeowners, you know, roofs are probably one of the biggest ticket items you'll. Spend oh my on God, yeah, clients. you know, and one of the things that I don't think people understand is like, you know, you get asked, uh, well, what happens when we when you go out and look at a tile roof? How do you change if the underlayment goes bad? How do you change it? Well, it's very labor intensive because you got to change or you got to move all that tile around. Not to mention. You're not gonna. You're always gonna have like. What What do we need? Like, uh, you usually order about five percent extra. Uh typically it's ten percent. Ten percent. You know, we're getting into a lot of uh, situations now. There's basically uh, roughly three or four, or five major tile manufacturers that have went belly up here with all the economy and everything here within the past oh six, seven, eight years. So there's only two major manufacturers of tile producing uh, tile in the valley now, and Eagle is one manufacturer, and uh, Boral, another manufacturer, had bought the molds for a manufacturer that's been around forever called Monier. So in a retrofit, reusing the existing tile, we're getting into situations to where just about I would say probably 75% of the time, uh, we always recommend to trash the existing tile and put brand new tile in. Well, the homeowner says, well, we're not going to pay for that. We're not going to do that. Well, uh, there's only certain molds that fit certain molds of tile. So in certain colors, they have been discontinued and there's HOAs involved. So we're, we're getting in, into situations to where the new tile will not match, uh, period. So uh, the best thing to do if it's a tile that has been discontinued and the color's not available is to basically 
put all brand new tile up there because uh, we can't get the tile anymore. Yeah, I mean, it gets to be the point. And, you know, there's only so much that you can do. Like, for instance, even if you can get tile that maybe is a little bit off in color, but the same design that you could obviously strategically place them in certain areas so that this way maybe they're on the back of the house so that people won't see them from the street. But on the other hand, too, I think worst case scenario is, like you say, you know, um, if if they are that particular about having all the tile match and you can't do that, well, then the only other way is for a complete replacement. And again, yeah, it's not cheap. You've got a, a tile for a, thinking of what it would cost for a tile roof of your home sh- straight out of the box if it was brand new. I mean, you're going to spend, depending on the side of the house, you could easily spend twenty grand. Oh, yeah, easily. E- easily. On an average home, I would say, you know, brand new tile anywhere from, uh, we're talking 44,000 square foot home, you know, including all the overhangs and garage and everything, is at probably an average of fifteen to 20,000. But, you know, we have a boilerplate on our work orders uh, with tile roofs that the no matter what, the new tile will not match because uh, even though if it even may be the exact same color, uh, that old tile fades out. So, you know, throughout the years, uh, brand new tile is going to be more shiny and new and more uh, darker. So, especially with HOAs, there's a lot of neighborhoods out there that uh, we're retrofitting tile. Uh, but then the HOA may uh, give the homeowner trouble about changing something on the roof without their acknowledgement. So they get involved, and they come back to say, well, you know, that tile doesn't match anymore. You need to put all new tile or, you know, it, it's it, even though it is the exact same tile. So we're, be, we're supposed to be smart to the fact, too, that, you know, if there's neighborhoods with HOAs, uh, that the homeowner uh, should do their homework with the HOA to get the approval to put a certain color or style of tile in the, in the neighborhood before they just you know, go and slap tile and use tile in the house. So most of your concrete tiles is a 50-year roof. It's now typically lifetime tile. But and it's only as good as what's underneath it. But basically yep. the tile is decorative. It's only as good as the underlayment under the tile. And that's what keeps your waterproof. All right. Tell our listeners a little bit about, you know, the um, patio roof covers. Because, you know, years, years ago, you know, if you had a patio roof that obviously – you can't put you can't put sh- uh, shingles on because the pitch is it's just just no pitch for the well, water to run off. But they p- just go to the store and they get fifteen pound or thirty pound felt and they put it down and then they put the roll roofing that they roll out on top of it. But the how much better is the peel and stick versus what you can do there? Because the peel and stick that I've seen is just unbelievable. Oh, yeah, it, it's really good product. Uh, we use a lot of polyglass uh, peel and stick. It's a fully self-adhesive uh, rubber roof that's fully adhered at the seams, no exposed fasteners. You know, the codes, uh, not codes change, but typically any shingle manufacturer on anything below what we call a 212 slope, uh, in other words, if you, if you were to measure up from a barge rafter in the corner of the home up 12 foot, it should drop two foot back to that point. So anything below what we call a 212 is you're getting into rolled goods. Uh, the pill and stick, I like the pill and stick. It's very applicator friendly. 
There's a lot of different products out there. Kaiko actually, we used to apply what we call torch down. Uh, it's heat fused with rubber or modified bitumen that is actually heat fused. But uh, that's a huge liability if the if the comp- roofing company or contractor doesn't have the right liability insurance. Uh, Kaiko Roofing Systems carries a Class A system, Class A insurance. And you know, I've seen houses caught on fire. Actually, uh, we had an incident back in 95 in Sunny Slope area where we used to put a lot of the torch down rubber roofs on and we had a fire and, you know, the insurance company said no more fire. So, you know, I've seen a lot of the rubber roofs, heat fused roofs that aren't installed correctly. They don't get a good, uh, they don't uh, get a good beat out on the overlaps, which there should be a good quarter inch beat out, prime the metals at the eaves, but what we call a starter strip along the eaves and perimeters. So what's good about the peel and stick, you don't need fire. Uh, it's, uh, we put what we call a bleeder along the eaves, and basically all a guy needs is a pair of tin snips, a hammer, and you can put the peel and stick on. It's very applicator friendly now. Uh, if it runs off to a negative edge, the peel and stick uh, is a is a good system for for patios. But if it's a flat roof with uh, scuppers that run out into parapet walls, we specialize in urethane foam and and those type situations. As far as Kaiko, we don't offer we don't do or offer a hot built up roof. We don't have hot tar kettles with multiple layers of material put down with hot asphalt. So a good comparable on the low slopes is to use the peel and stick. Yeah, really, you really. I mean, that, that the material that I've seen is just unbelievable. And I actually had one we had to remove once because it was done ages ago, and it just had worn out. And to be able to get it off the plywood was just <laughs> unbelievable. It, it, it just it wasn't coming off. Well, it took forever it was to get peel, it off. Peel and cuss, huh? I was almost ready to pull a sheeting up. That was that bad. Well, we could actually apply it right over the wood, but we do apply a base felt under the peel and stick first for a retrofit situation uh-huh. because once it's it's actually you can actually apply it right to the wood. But down the line, as long as it's not rolling or buckling, uh, if the granules start to fail and they start to come off to where peel and stick or polyglass that we use the manufacturer. It's a 10-year product. And in your rolled, any of your rolled goods on low slopes, uh, peel and stick's not your typical 90-pound rolled roofing. Uh, that Again, we're getting back into organics and exposed fasteners at the laps um, to where, you know, it is becoming more of the norm on low slope roofs, and it's very applicator-friendly. Yeah, I mean, it's... And again, there's so much to know, and especially a lot of times we, Dan, you know, you drive down the road, and we're looking, and obviously <laughs> we notice a lot of things when we drive down the road between the air conditioners hanging air off the roof, and you know, the, and and the big rusted swatch down the roof from the air conditioner that's just torn up all the shingle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, it's just. Well, you see all that, and it's just like, well, well, you know what's even worse? You get into certain parts. Of town and Ernie, I know you. You were Ernie actually went to look at a project for me the other day, and you know we we commented that. Well, we'll just say that there were plenty of roofs that needed to be fixed, <laughs> and uh, you know when you see the shingles just blown back and you got all these pieces just all over the place. I mean, you got to know that that stuff has gotten to be so brittle 
that it's just, you know, it's well, time for replacement. Well, I've seen a lot, lot of neighborhoods, and, you know, I'm not judging anybody, but I've seen a lot of neighborhoods. You know, of course, that's what I do. I sell roofs for a living, so driving around the valley all day and, and the outskirts of the valley. You're just do, looking for good neighborhoods. What do I see all day? I see roofs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we want to talk a little bit with Ernie about foam roofs because obviously a lot of foam roofs there are in residential and as well as, you know, you see some on certain commercial businesses as well, but mostly home businesses. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Good morning, honey. It's the weekend, and you know I have a long list of things that need to be done around the house. You know, some of them are a little bit complicated. Do you think you can handle the list? Sure, honey, no problem. You know I've been doing repairs around the house for years. I know, but sometimes you could be dangerous with tools. Remember the time you tried to change the water heater and put in a new one? That was the great flood of 2015. I don't want that disaster to ever happen again at our house. Maybe we should start listening to that contractor who's on the radio, Steve Dubell. He has a show called Image Home Improvement Live. Well, I don't know everything about our home, so maybe a little education can do us both good. Where can we find the show? Every Saturday morning, 8 to 10 a.m. on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Get your weekly dose of home improvement every Saturday morning on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Don't be a homeowner who's dangerous with tools. Call in with your questions. 480-421-0640. Are you tired of paying rent? Would you like to own your own home? Derek Polder at Summit Funding can help your dreams of home ownership become a reality. Summit Funding is a direct lender, which means more programs and more credit flexibility than many of the big banks offer. They are experts when it comes to special programs for first-time buyers, including down payment assistance. Take action today by visiting them online at thepoldergroup.com or call 480-568-5449. Remember, no more rent down payment assistance, and own your own home with The Polder Group at thepoldergroup.com. Summit Funding NMLS number 3199. Derek Lowe NMLS 207630. Approved equal housing lender. Uh. How many times have you had a plumbing emergency and didn't know who to call? When small problems become big emergencies... You need to call the experts at Curry Plumbing, a family-owned business with 25 years' experience. No job is too small or too large, and the work gets done right the first time, every time. Services include repair and replacement of leaky faucets, broken garbage disposals, water heaters, water softeners, and much more. Curry Plumbing should be your choice for all your plumbing needs. Give them a call today, 623-587-0234. Or check them out on the web, curryplumbing.com. Tired of doing the same job over and over? I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about a permanent fix for one of those everyday annoyances around the house right after this. Beautify your outdoor living spaces with Pavestone's elegant collection of pavers, retaining walls, patio stones, and edging. Pavestone's easy do-it-yourself products have a unique way of transforming landscapes into beautiful dreamscapes. Discover how you can enhance your outdoor living spaces with attractive and durable interlocking patio stones, driveway pavers, steps, retaining walls, pathway edging, fire pits, and planters by visiting pavestone.com. When the screws that hold a door hinge in place get loose, you notice it pretty quickly. The door rattles and it doesn't close the way it should. So you break out a screwdriver and you fix the problem, you think. 
but because these screws are holding the weight of the door, they're under an awful lot of tension. And it's not uncommon for them to wallow out the wood they're driven into until they won't stay tight. Try this. Remove the screw completely and squirt just a little wood glue into the hole. Then insert a wooden toothpick or two. When they hit the bottom, you can simply snap them off flush. Now when you reinsert the screw, it'll have something to bite into as you drive it in place. And you'll have one less chore on your to-do list. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Hi, this is Skip Bedell. And Allison Bedell from the Spike TV hit show, Catch a Contractor. We catch contractors that have left homeowners with unfinished remodeling projects. And if you don't want this to happen to you, listen to Image Home Improvement Live. Every Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. S-O-S-P, someone help me. My fellow Americans, as we face unprecedented economic struggles, I want to offer a handout to the homeowners of Phoenix. Not a monetary handout. Those are for giant corporations who mismanage themselves to the brink of extinction. To the homeowners of Phoenix, I want to offer this handout of advice. You're screwed and you're on your own. So do yourself a favor and tune into Image Home Improvement Live with Steve Dubell every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Hey, Bo, Bo, get, hey, get, get off my leg. Hey, stop it, you dumb mutt. You know, I didn't see Bo at the golf tournament, Ernie. <laughs> I would have liked to have met Bo. He seems yeah, like Bo, a pretty nice Bo, dog. Bo is, pretty, no, Bo is a pretty, pretty dog. But you know what? He's going to have to find a new home soon. That's right. What type of dog is Bo, do you know? Bo is a... Well, he's I a little one, a we Latin, know that. I think he's a golden doodle. Oh, a golden doodle. I think. Yeah, yeah. I know. Don't, quote, don't quote me too. on that. Well, you know, I've seen those Labradors <laughs> at the... Labradoodles? Well, at, at the... Fundraiser. Well, for the blind, I think those Labradors are become the norm for. Oh yeah, Labradors are, are golden retrievers. I thought German Shepherds, but the Labradors yeah. are the best. Well, yeah, the gentleman who actually, who's a massage therapist that I know, he actually uh, is partially blind. He's got a German Shepherd uh, service dog. You know they're different, don't you know this? Because people want to go up and love them so much because they're such a wonderful breed of dog and their service is so incredible. But they're you don't. You can't. You have to ask because they're trained. You have to, to ask, right? Yeah, they're trained yeah. to serve, and that is right. it, man. They don't care about us yeah. as much as you know dogs love yeah. us. But well, you know, one of our good friends has a uh, who does a lot of our video work. Actually, has a service dog, and he's a pug. Hmm. And uh, and you know, different dogs can be trained for different things. Now, as a you know, getting not dating too far off the rail here, but one of the things that one of my chows that I used to have. God bless him. He was he was like one of my first chows, and he's so near and dear to my heart. He actually was able to sniff out cancer in oh, yeah. people, yeah. and literally this one lady who actually he sniffed out the cancer actually went to the doctor because she didn't even know she had it. She went to the doctor and got it got checked for cancer, and it was there was a growth right in the area where the dog actually sensed it. So when they sniff it, what are they, is it one bark or two barks or how do they no, tell you that? It, <laughs> I know, I know, but it, it's a whole animal communication thing, you know, which is it's something that I, that's not what I do, but I know people that do that. I mean, and they know, and you know, that they, they, 
You see it on oh, yeah, television all the time. It used to be years ago. People used to think that you were a wacko, but it's something that they were they were the forerunners of of now it's it's very widely accepted. Everything so, now for dogs therapy yeah, and absolutely. hospitals and kids and yeah. kids with cancer. You take dogs in and, and it's just people that have seizures, they can sense when it's gonna come. I mean I have for kids and they yeah. kinda just stop the kid and you know, keep him in one place while he has has his uh, session, and then it's up and play again. Yeah, the so. best thing ever made, dogs. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. They're it's God, like they're it's like you know my they guy, are. I like my guys. My guys at home. It's just like I don't know what I would do if I come home after a day of of uh, customer brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> just just relax and just you know they're all like they say they're always there for you 100% no matter how drunk no matter, you are when you get home exactly <laughs> yeah. i mean but after you just sit there and you relax and and you're with them for a while i mean it's just like all you know they take all that stress away yeah. they do so it's it's really great so i can hardly wait to get mine anyway oh, all right Still all right so mine. anyway so foam is coming next i promise we do. said we're going to talk about some phone roofs, and oh, also yeah, Ernie. Oh, thanks, Blake. And also, they foam the roof in here, actually, or the ceiling in here yeah, is foam. I know. We'll talk about that and more right after the break. So don't go away. Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Stardust Building Supplies, three valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. Most of us have our charity of choice that we give from the heart to support. Did you ever wonder, where does the money go? How much do I really know about the charity I support? Where can I go and learn more about these nonprofit organizations? Every Monday at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula is your source for this information. Know the report before you support. Donate wisely, not just from the heart. Remember, Mondays at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula on the Double Wide Network. Have you been looking for information on your home improvement project? Maybe you've been seeking the right contractor for your remodel work. Don't know which way to turn? Image Home Improvement Live has all those answers and more. You can always catch this contractor doing great work and sharing the best in home improvement information. Remember, Image Home Improvement Live, Saturdays from 8 to 10 on the Double Wide Network. Your answer to all your home improvement needs in the digital age. Hi, I'm John Weisbart, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are downsizing, and tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs, and left unattended, those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. All right, we are back, and you are tuned to Image Home Improvement Live, and we are here with Ernie Marion today talking about uh, foam. Foam. <laughs> foam. Foam home. Foam. That's one just, of the things that Keiko Roofing does. and uh, Just foam it. Just foam it. You know, That's if you have a problem, just foam it. <laughs> you know, that'll seal it. But uh, no, seriously, but that's one thing that people do. You think about it, you know, 
that people have the, some of those old modified bitumen roofs and they think that they're going to go down to the big box store. I used to see this years ago is where they'll go to get a five-gallon can of that aluminum coating and they'll roll it all over oh, the, the white, the white goo. Yeah, well, <laughs> the white and the silver. And they actually used to try and seal leaks that way because they figured, well, it'll last a while, so I don't have to put a new roof on. And they'd roll right over the big blisters, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> I've seen them try and do that, too. It's just intent, con, contingent on the integrity of the product that they're putting the coating over top of. I mean, if it's right. a roof that's failing, if you got asphalt that's old and dry and brittle and starting to roll and buckle and shrinking and pulling away from drains and walls and... You know, it's not worth coating. So there are roofs out there that are salvageable. I mean, you could, uh, the you want to use actually the aluminum products, uh, the non-fibered aluminum silver, or I feel more compatible that, to asphalt than the elastomeric coating. So, you know, it's only as good as what you're putting it over top of. There's a lot of uh, guys or handymans or not slinging mud at anybody out there, but a homeowner that may want to just coat the roof, but, you know, it's not really what's waterproofing. It's the material that you're putting the coating over that's keeping it watertight. So, you know, in this region, urethane foam is is one of the best systems that you could apply on a flat roof. Uh, those rubber roofs, the hot tar roofs, um, you know, it's basically, if you think about it, in a 110-degree climate, you've got hot asphalt on your roof and my gosh it just radiates the heat into the airspace and your energy bills go skyrocket literally out the roof (laughs) so you know there's outfits that put foam on and there's outfits that uh give it a bad name but by doing a a, a cheaper job job. and you know uh it's only as good as the initial application i tell you it's in this region it's one of the best systems you could put on a flat roof because it's one continuous roof there's no seams there's no plies you get the built-in insulation factor. It'll last for 35 years plus, as long as you, depending on the initial application. Uh, just basically touch up the coating. And as far as Kaiko, we, we use high-density foam, and we have the experienced applicators that know how to apply it, certified applicators. Uh, we contrast the colors for true coverage on uh, foam roofs. There's a lot of them that may just put two coats of white or one coat of white which it's very important to put a base coat. Uh, we use ProTech, manufacturer coating here, actually in Scottsdale, and specifically designed for use over polyurethane foam. Well, we always apply uh, either a gray or a tan base coat, uh, typically a darker color over the foamer first. Then we allow that base color to cure. We leave the property. Then we return to put the final top coat, either white or tan, or depending if it's a special tinted color. So this is always a good indicator to go by when you see the base coat telegraph through down the line. That's a good indicator that it's getting near a recoat. See a lot of foam roofs that are either undercoated or overcoated. And we could monitor the recoating by applying a base coat. It's, it's very important, uh, and it, it, it's less expensive for uh, an outfit that could be more efficient by just applying the urethane foam, you know. And as far as Keiko, there's so many details involved. You know, you don't see a lot of AC units. I'm from Ohio. I've been here for 30 years. 
you don't see air conditioning units on roofs up there uh, or what we call T-tops or hooded vents that are kind of especially here in this region to where, you know, I've seen uh, foam roofs out there that just everything sprayed over top of it. Just spray around the AC. Just AC. spray they it, yeah. Put, put their wand underneath the AC stand and just fill it up with foam and yeah, foam over the T-tops and foam over the skylights. and Foam over the elbow down into the, into the... Foam over everything, and you know, just <laughs> foam it. <laughs> we gotta do a new, we gotta do a sound new sound effect. Just foam it, just, just foam, foam it. it. You know, and it's just we mask those things off. We cover things up. I mean, there's <laughs> and, you know a couple. There's oh, I heard a lot of homeowners or property owners are I oh, I don't want that foam stuff. I don't want. It. I said, well, why? Why do you feel about? Why do you say that? Well, I had a I had a bad problem with the foam roof and. Well, you know, you probably just had a bad, either a bad application or ratio of the foam itself was off, uh, or, you know, the company that applied it didn't have the right applicator. Uh, you know, there's a lot involved. I mean, you've you got to make sure that you apply that properly. I remember when they did my uh, garage roof when I built my house, and they did it, and it was just, you know, you just can't be haphazard, you know, with that wand. You've got oh. to make sure you put even overlapping coats on it so this way when it's all done, it looks like it was all sprayed at one time. Right. Well, you got to keep the consistency. Yeah. It's, it's okay. kind of like painting a car. It's either you yeah. have it or you're done. I mean, if we were to pick up a foam wand and start spraying foam, oh my gosh, we'd probably make a big mess. <laughs> I mean, you got to be, you got to know what you're doing. You, you just, not the average guy, you know, really for a man in our journeyman applicators. It's an apprentice. I mean, you, you build up. We've got a guy holding the holes for the applicator that's applying the urethane foam. And a guy can pick up some tips from just being, a, you know, holding a hole and, and, and being a, a labor for the applicator. So, you know, for that applicator to hand the apprentice or a guy learning to, the trade to supply the foam, you may, you know, pick up some tips by applying it, but you just can't pick it up and start spraying it. Uh, you know, it's just like anything else. Uh, it basically would take in any trade uh, as far as roofing and uh, industries out there. I say, you know, basically three years to be a journeyman. You know, it would take three years of just training to actually pick up that wand and actually start to apply it. Then you got guys that just don't have the rhythm. They just can't get the rhythm down to where they're going to have the consistency. It just takes the right guys to apply foam. You got to keep the consistency. And again, just like spraying a car, you can have the paint too thin, too thick, too thick. it runs. So it takes the right applicator that really knows how to apply. And I've seen foam roofs out there that look like the crater of Mars. I mean, (laughs) bumpy, lumpy, and, and, you know, it's really too bad because it is an excellent roof because uh, of the extreme heat here. Not only that, in the winter months, it'll be more thermal and hold the heat in. Exactly. And what I've seen for some of these uh, foam roofs, I I just pop up over the parapet, and when I can see the... um, the membrane, the lines of the membrane in it, and then below that, I can actually still see the squares of the plywood. Oh yeah, bad well, news. Yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 very no. bad news. No, understand, Dan. That's typical. We could spray over a P, and that P would probably telegraph through for you know eight inches of urethane foam. 
you you could spray over a plywood roof and you're still going to see the plywood telegraph through the lights oh no all the time you're going to see it telegraph through no matter how many times you do it well if you look at that foam you think oh my gosh you put that on thin well if you were to take a probe or a core sample and see i've seen you know you you could have a roof that's five inches thick and you're going to still see those plywood Mm -hmm. joints telegraph through that's that's common Let's see. But when I go up there and I see orange. <laughs> well, now that's a different story. Yeah. <laughs> that's fried. <laughs> yeah. Well, close uh, foam's closed cell. So each cell are individual little cell structures. Yeah. And, you know, once that foam gets exposed, those cell structures break down and they become interconnected like a sponge. Sure. Which you don't want to happen because once that happens, the water can soak through the surface. So it's beyond recode. Well, it's not really beyond recoding, but if you catch it before it gets to that point, then you, you could salvage the roof. That's the thing about these foam roofs. They may not leak. If you look at them, heck, it may not leak for 10 years with, with exposed foam, but, you know, the roof's ruined. You it's, might, it's, well, you it's might as well just tear yeah, it off and yeah, start mm-hmm. fresh. It's bad. Yeah, because there's, down there in the roof deck itself, it gets rotted out. Yeah, Ernie, before we get to... Uh, Dan's homeowner horror story for the week. How can our listeners contact you? Oh, call Keiko Roofing at 602-944-4600. Tell them you heard about us on Image Home Improvement Show. We'll be glad to send one of our estimators out and give you a free roof checkup and check everything out for and you. It's, yeah, and it's time. You need to do that now before the monsoons come because there are a lot of different things that they 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 will notice that at least you have some time to prepare before, you know, the storms come. So once you see that haboob rolling in from Chandler, you know it's too late. You know, it's going to take – and everybody's going to be calling for leaks. So it's going to get yeah. really crazy. Yeah, like I said earlier in the show, I mean, don't wait till the last minute because, That's right. you know, we a lot of local contractors get backed up when, uh, yeah. when the rains come in. Yeah. So That's Marion, M-A-R-I-O-N. That's correct. Yeah, that's right. Dirty Mary. Yeah. Search it. Google it. Search it. All right. Dan, the homeowner horror story of the week. What in, do you got for us, In buddy? your mind. In your yeah. mind. In your mind, here's the picture. Okay. You've got a regular uh, carport that's okay. built like an arbor. Okay. And they've got cars underneath it. And you have a pine tree that's pushing the arbor about eight inches. So what they did is they just trussed it back up and they reinforced it. So the it wouldn't push as much, but oh, the how, roof is shot because oh, on wonderful. the roof, on the roof right across from where the tree is pushing, you've got a big rot spot. That means it's been lifted up and water's getting in where the tree has pushed up against the the carport, and it was nothing but rotted roof deck. It sounds all like it across. needs more than a roof. <laughs> we can foam that. <laughs> we, we can foam that. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, it's, uh, we know what Arnie. You know what we're gonna say there? <laughs> yeah, it's just amazing. But that's that's what some people do. They rather just like slow the decay down instead of just doing the right thing and replacing it and just being done with it. Because then you won't have the problem anymore. Well, you could tell with this one they'd already replaced the roof deck and put something on top of it. And never painted the uh, carport uh, wood underneath. You're lucky they didn't. And it was rotted out again. You're lucky they didn't tar the tree to the roof deck just to keep the water from going down between them. I'm surprised they didn't cut around the tree so it would fit back again. I've seen that done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the easiest way. Just cut around it. Yeah, oh, just cut the plywood God. around it so it fits it, again. Yeah. 
Oh, my God. That's just amazing. All right. Guys, thanks you so much for being on the show today. Ernie, we love you, buddy. All right. All right. Ernie Marion from Keiko Roofing. And, you know, next next week, you know, when we go out and play golf, you know, we got to try to get that minus, you know, get, get under par. Well, we need a few more players that are good. No. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. We want to not say used to. We, okay. We want to thank all our guests today, and we want to remind everybody: if you ever ever thought about not listening to this program, resistance is futile. We'll see you next week. You're a great American. I love you.